If you are ready to change the way people experience the transition to parenthood, you've come to the right place. On this podcast, we interview postpartum professionals, academics and researchers, as well as parents with unique perspectives on postpartum. Whether you've been working with new families for decades or are brand new to postpartum care, we'd love you to join us. I'm your host, Julia Jones. Hello and welcome to the Newborn Mothers Podcast. Today we have a repeat guest and I'm really excited to catch up with you again, Naomi. Um, Naomi actually graduated from Newborn Mothers back in 2019 and we already interviewed her on the podcast in episode 30. So if anyone wants to jump back and have a look. And that was only four months after you'd started your business, uh, which is quite amazing. Now we're in 2023 and obviously a lot has changed in that time. So At the time, you were running a meal delivery service, and I think you were doing some in-home postpartum care. But since then, you've had a baby, you've moved to a smaller town, uh, and I know that you've changed your business model quite a lot. You're now doing an online postpartum cooking course and food preparation course for for mums. You have lactation cookie mix, which I know was a huge um, effort and took a lot of work to perfect. And you still do in-home postpartum care work. Uh, and also, many of you probably know Naomi's podcast. I'm sure a lot of our students um, will also listen to that. So, Naomi, how are you? I'm good, Julia. It feels like such a weird like time warp to think about that time. So much has changed since then. Yeah, you were so beginner in your business and, you know, I think it's a really great example of, I always call it, talk about failing fast, which is like a, a, it's actually like a Silicon Valley kind of idea that you just like try different business ideas very quickly to begin with and you then you find out what you like. And so you've obviously tried quite a bunch of things in that time um, and you've settled on something different than what you started out doing. <laughs> You know, yeah. yeah so t- tell us what that is now. What what do you what does your day look like now? Well, it's funny because I think like I really liked doing the food delivery side of things and the in-home support, but then COVID happened and it kind of put the kibosh on the food delivery side. And it was also at the time I was in my second trimester of pregnancy towards the end of that, and I was going, oh this is like clearly just not the right timing. I'm going to shut down. And then having a second baby really made me reassess a lot of things, but particularly how I wanted to run things in the business and how practical and feasible it was for me to do that with two children. And I didn't kind of, I think one big lesson for me was not realising how full on it is with having two children versus one or even just the ages um, you know, I started that food delivery business with my, she was two and a half and in daycare, like daycare and grandparent care four days a week. And then suddenly having two children, I was just like, I don't feel like I can show up for myself, my kids, my clients in a way that I really want to without completely burning out. So I I did come back from, I didn't take, take up the food delivery service again after COVID because I just decided that that was going to be too much. We moved out of Sydney and we moved down near Wollongong, um, which was something that had kind of been on the cards for a while, but COVID really kicked us um, up the ass to do that. And then um, I came back from maternity leave and started seeing clients and I was 
loving being back doing that work, that face-to-face work. I'd been craving it. I tried doing some virtual stuff. I'd had a couple of clients doing virtual jeweler work with me and I liked it, but it was really, it didn't feel as connected as I wanted that. Like I love that in-home support. So I was like, I threw myself back into that. I took on clients locally to where I am and in Sydney and I was doing some like job sharing with another doula and it became quite quickly apparent to me that I couldn't do this in the season of life that I'm in. I mean, I could, but I'd really suffer for it. I think I had a moment where I was cooking because a big part of myself, like I love food and I'm a, like food is my love language. I'm a total feeder and I was cooking. I was doing a Sunday afternoon cook up for my clients. I'd have to kick my family out of the house so I could cook uninterrupted without little fingers kind of trying to stick themselves into lactation cookies and whatever. And I made all these batches and batches of food for this family. And then my family came home and I was so exhausted. I was just like, it's a packet of ravioli in a jar of pasta sauce, guys, like that's dinner. And even though like I am fine with doing that and I don't believe in making a gourmet meal every night, I also realised that something was really out of balance for me. So mid-year, last year this was, um, I decided that I wanted to take a pause on, well, it's actually August. I, I took a pause on taking on any more clients and I wanted to see what it would be like to do an online course because I'm a big fan of online courses and online offerings myself. And I saw a real gap in the market for um, pregnant people and getting educated on postpartum because I feel like um, there's still so much work to be done around that culture and around the conversation people. I do a lot of birth education classes, which I think is awesome, but they're not doing the same for postpartum. And one of the things that I like to do and encourage my clients and encourage anyone I ever speak to to do is to fill their freezer for postpartum. And so I wanted to create something that was about filling your freezer with postpartum appropriate food and sort of educating yourself into what to expect and how to set up support and boundaries and how to get people on your team. I created videos that grandparents and partners and best friends can watch as well. So I create, which was a massive undertaking, creating an online course and doing something totally new. And I nearly chucked it in multiple times trying to create that. Um, but yeah, now my business is it's looking quite different. It's, I'm not seeing in-home clients at the moment. I would love to go back to it at some point, but right now I just don't think it's working for me. Um, but I have my online course. I've got my uh, cocoon cookie mix, which is the lactation cookie packet mix that I do on pre-sale a couple, two, three times a year. Um, I'm doing, I've just finished a postpartum jewel mentoring group, um, three-month container. I still do some postpartum planning sessions online for people, but it's a totally different, totally different business model to where I started out and when we spoke in 2019. And I, I don't know if you told me I would be doing this and living where I'm living, I would have laughed. I wouldn't have expected that at all. That's so interesting because that's one of the questions I want to ask you and we'll get to is like, what's what's the next steps for you? But it's funny because what you think your next steps are and where you think you might be could could turn out to be totally different. Yeah, um, yeah who, who knows? And I love that you just kind of follow your intuition and you try things and you feel what's right for you. But I distinctly remember having exactly the same moment myself when I had babies. I think it was probably after my second baby was born as well. 
and I was caring for someone in their home and I'd given them a massage, cooked them a meal, all of that. My own baby was still breastfeeding and my car got a flat tire on the way home and the baby was due for a feed. And I was just like, this isn't, this isn't working. Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm frazzled. It's dark, you know, I'm waiting for the RAC to come and help me out. And my husband was about to go down and buy some formula, which I think he bought as a backup, but I managed to get home in time anyway. And, you know, it was just, it was just one of those moments where I was like, no, this is not the season for me to be doing this. And, um, and I actually love online work. I'm very introverted. So for me being at home and educating is what I really love doing, but it's really nice to hear that, whoever you are, whatever your strengths and gifts and and preferences are, there's a way to do this work that will work for you. So I love hearing all of those stories. Um, So I'm interested because you, you, it sounds like you predominantly offer education at the moment rather than actual care. Is that yeah? Right. Yeah, yeah. That, that is, yeah, I guess that's that's true. I haven't thought of it that way. But, yes, it's, um, I mean, I have the one physical product, which is the lactation cookies. Um, and then, yeah, it has been a focus on education. I've actually been experimenting with doing, like, one-off classes. I did a, um, I did a return-to-work class, just a $22 sign-up to a Zoom a live class and get, get access to a recording. That went really well for me. I'm, I had like 100 and, 140 people, I think, sign up and I'm still like just yesterday I saw someone buy the class because I think, you know, I was just experimenting with, okay, let's show up, talk to, about returning to work after you've had a baby for 90 minutes. Like it wasn't it's something that I feel passionate about because that was a real moment for me and I found that a really tricky transition. But, yeah, so there was that. Um, and, yes, I think everything else is kind of, leading that way at the moment yeah and then it sounds like you still love doing the care work and maybe you'll come back to that but you're in a season of caring for your own babies so you know there's only so much capacity we have for that but but it's interesting as as I grow in my business too we're moving towards the term postpartum education and care professionals because we are noticing that education is half of the picture you know like you can go to someone's house and cook them a meal and things but I think this is from memory how you kind of moved into this work too you'd been working in a women's magazine and there was no information about postpartum you had no idea what to expect um so I think that education is a really critical um piece of the puzzle oh absolutely and I mean that was my yeah that was my experience of becoming a mother it totally took me by surprise and I considered myself like I've been the wellness editor at Marie Claire like I thought that I was on top of things my mother had been a midwife like I'd been surrounded by babies um and yet postpartum completely took me by surprise and I saw that it was doing the same for lots of people so that's yeah I I completely agree it's there's there needs to be more education out there Mm, yeah 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 I love it and um so then that brings me to the next question is what what do you see for yourself for the next three or five years great question I'm not sure I I said to my husband I feel like I've been in a bit of a push 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 phase where I've been building things building to transition building to building this online course at the moment, I'm creating um, a postpartum cookbook, which has been something I've been wanting to do since I started the food delivery service. And that I feel like once I've got that, I want to 
focus on making the online business um, my dominant kind of income in terms of um, I want to look at different ways to market that because right now it's out there but I don't have all that kind of, you know, all the marketing stuff and the, the sales funnels and the automation and that kind of thing. That's what I want to look at doing next, but I need to stop creating <laughs> in order to, to work on that back end stuff. So I think I've got quite a good little suite of um, products and services to offer and that's that will be my focus for the second half of this year and beyond that I don't even know but I do know that I'm a person who loves to start new things so I dare say that will be on the cards but I, I don't have any kind of other ideas at the moment that are germinating so we'll see. Hey there, I'm interrupting this podcast to let you know that if you are really enjoying this episode, then you'll really enjoy our postpartum education and care professional training too. Our training is online and available worldwide. We've already trained nearly 2000 students in 60 different countries and we'd love you to join us. Wherever you are in your postpartum career, taking your first step or with decades of experience, if you feel a deep calling to work with new families, during this life-changing transformation, this course is for you. Learn more at newbornmothers.com. Enjoy the rest of the show. Yeah, I love it. I think that's a really important point because a lot of people love to make stuff and then don't follow through with the marketing. Marketing is always like, I don't know, it's, it's you just have to do it all the time and that kind of yeah. can feel like a drag sometimes. And it's the tech stuff as well that feels overwhelming. Yeah. And like, I just like, I don't want to do that. Like I like having the ideas of working in, in it and kind of doing it. But then I can see now like my course launch went really well. Um, and I still get sales here and there, but because I'm not talking about it and no one's hearing about it and being reminded about it, I'm not going to make those sales if it doesn't happen. So it, it feels pointless to have done all this work. And I know it's really great for it to just, there I reckon that is like the story of so many entrepreneurs ever that they've created something and then it just sits there it's it's like it's definitely creating something is maybe more fun and exciting than the maintenance (laughs) stage of like every week every month you know sending an email it's it's just you know that's that's takes consistency and that's not as fun (laughs) no it is not (laughs) Um, that your kind of gift with marketing is, since you've got a background as a journalist, you've got this great podcast that I know is really popular, um, but you're also really good on socials as well. So what what are the kind of things you do for marketing or what will you do more of when you've uh, finished creating yeah. stuff? <laughs> um, well, I mean, the, what I'm going to do is probably not where my personality lends itself to, but I think what I have done that's worked well for me from the beginning was to um, show up a lot on social media and talk a lot about my personal sort of story and why I'm doing this work. And I'm a Leo and I think I love to kind of be like, yes, let me just talk about myself and here are my opinions. And like, I just naturally, um, I'm, I'm naturally fine with doing that. Whereas I know it can be very hard for people to show up. And I definitely have those moments of being like, I don't want to show up because I don't have makeup on or I'm not feeling it or whatever. Like it's not like I'm happy to be on there all the time. But I think um, kind of turning up, talking to people um, like they're my friends, which 
sometimes they do feel like, you know, I'm creating sort of a relationship with them. Um, and just talking about why I'm doing the things that I'm doing, like whether it's, okay, I'm making this food today for a client and let me show it to you and let me talk about what it is that makes it so great for postpartum um, or whether it's, you know, me sort of talking about challenges in motherhood or, you know, that moment in postpartum that really helped me or was a real challenge. Like it, it just, I think people really look for that kind of connection and that's what well for me. And that's really the basis of the podcast as well is women coming on and sharing their postpartum experiences. And I also have experts you've been on. Um, I have experts coming on and talking about, um, you know, just sharing their wisdom and their knowledge about postpartum and, and helping people um, kind of understand and process what they're going through as well as giving kind of offering advice and, and tips on how to kind of improve their postpartum experience. So, yeah, I think just just showing up consistently <laughs> and um, and sharing that personal side of things rather than, like, I know that I, one of the things that I was doing with some of the postpartum doors I've recently been helping was, like, looking at their socials and going, I don't even see your face on here. People can't see your face. They're not going to hire you because they don't know who you are. You've got someone who's coming into your house who's, an intimate stranger who's going to see your, you with your boobs out. Like you need to show up for these people and show them who you are. And I think it also means you kind of get rid of, well, ideally you get rid of the people who aren't for you, like the people who don't relate to you. They see that and they go, okay, this is not the person for me, um, which will hopefully save some hassle down the track. So, yeah, I, I like social um, for the most part. Until it backfires, like I, you know, sometimes it does backfire, but the most part is good. Can you tell us a little? Can you tell us about when it backfires? Oh yeah, well, this week probably is a good example. I mean, it's sort of so. I did a post which was um, was a carousel of so like basically, um, oh god, what did it say? Postpartum is not the time for let's stop congratulating new mothers for being out and about. Um, postpartum's the time to rest and nest, not for proving that you can still carry on because I feel really strongly that we have this cultural conditioning that the quicker you're at the cafe or out and doing things, the, the more congratulations you're going to get from people. And I see women in the supermarket all the time, like pushing, the, you know, having a, a new new baby in a carrier with a three-year-old doing the groceries. I'm like, why is someone else not doing that for you? Like this is bad. But people go, good on you, happy around and out. So anyway, this carousel was sort of talking about that whole thing and me saying, you know, I'm not going to be congratulating you. I'm going to be worrying about your pelvic floor. I'm going to be worrying you don't have the support. Um, I'm going to be worrying that you're going to get postnatal depletion. And it went gangbusters for me. I think it got something like 2,000 likes um, and people sending it to all around the place. And Predominantly, like 90% of the feedback was really positive, but I got quite a few people who don't follow me, like they'd obviously come from they've been sent it or whatever, so they're not used to these conversations that I have on a regular basis. Um, but coming in and going, this is really judgmental, sometimes, because I, the final post was one of my postcard matches, which is lie the fuck down, just lie the fuck down. And people go, well, some people can't just lie down. And they've got, you know, and I was like, I know that. I realised that. But it made me feel shitty um, that I made someone else feel judged or shamed or anything like that. And it's really hard to get 
a nuanced conversation and all of the back and forth into one single Instagram post. So inevitably there's going to be people who misread, don't know the tone, um, don't know you, so don't get your whole what, what you're about, probably don't even understand the concept of, um, you know, postnatal depletion and it 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 hits something in them. It's a projection and it's, it hits a defensiveness and it triggers them. And, and I totally understand that. And it still feels like shit from my end to get comments from people being like, rah, 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 rah. So yeah. that's Especially not when you know that's not what you meant. It's, yeah. it's not even really what you said. It's usually just because people haven't seen the context. And, um, yeah, it's a really good example. That's happened to me a number of times as well, that people take one sentence and, you know, like judge you on that without actually understanding the, the body of work and, you know, all of the deeper meaning and subtlety. I was reflecting recently because Jerry Springer just died. And I was like, thank goodness we don't have those kind of shows on TV anymore. But then I was like, hang on, that's just now social media. That's where everyone goes for a, a bitch and a fight and a pile yeah. on. And I don't, it's kind of just part of human nature that I think there's always going to be someone who is just looking for an argument. And um, 100%. Yeah. 100%. And yeah, it's been particularly interesting for me to see these people are not part of my usual audience they're not and that's that's not like I'm glad of that because I'd feel worse if it was people who had been following me for years and then went hang on this is not your message whereas those people are going yes like I get it exactly this yeah um and for people there were lots of comments from people being like but what's wrong like it's good for people to go to a cafe and it's nice for people to go and do a walk and I'm like yeah like, I can't even have that. Like, <laughs> we need to go really back to basics with you. <laughs> it is. But what you're talking about is we shouldn't be prioritising productivity over, you know, deep health and, and long-term yeah. well-being, you know. Yeah. So, anyway, they're missing that. Yeah. Yeah, fine. thanks for sharing that. And then what makes you keep going? Because when it is hard like that and you have those pylons and not just on social media but in general it is challenging running your own business so can you share any moments that you've had with clients or people who you've bought your courses or you've done a planning session with that kind of make you go yes I'm in the right place and this is actually making a difference for people yeah I mean I feel like for every kind of negative moment and most of the negative moments are in my own head because I do think yeah running it running a small business is that so much about mindset and there's often times that I'm like, I'm done, I'm burning this all to the ground. Um, for every moment like that, there's like 20 moments which make me go, oh, no, like this is the work for me and this is actually making a difference and, you know, can often make me cry, like some of the messages that I get. Um, I just recently asked my last client, I was very slow to ask her for a testimonial because I finished working with her in um sometime last year and she um she sent me just the most beautiful testimonial uh, and I can't even I can't even tell you what the words were but it it made me cry like it was so beautiful the way she was just you know saying how much I helped her and I also <laughs> I've just finished mentoring this group of doulas and I sent like them a kind of like a not a goodbye but like a, okay we're finishing up message uh, just this past weekend and I just got inundated by these beautiful women 
saying like thank you so much and it's helped me so much and yeah like it just it means so much to me when I uh, get that feedback and it can feel it can feel a bit lonely when you're doing it on your own and even though I don't I don't believe in you know you have to get all your validation externally um you do want to know that you're making a difference and that you know, the work's appreciated. Um, and just hearing people say, like, I remember someone said to me, oh, like, your voice was in my head um, in my postpartum, saying, lie the fuck down, saying, um, you know, about a visitor, like, um, am I okay with having my boobs out in front of them? And that to me, I'm like, that makes me feel um, uh, honoured, like really honoured to be, even though they're not my client I'm not caring for them like what I've said to them has made a difference that helped them even in a tiny way to have a better experience postpartum which like it's so meaningful that work is so meaningful to me because I know how important postpartum is so if you could help someone have a better postpartum like what what is better than that really yeah that's really beautiful I think that's really true and and it is such an emotional extreme I was going to say high but low as well it's just so emotional I think people do remember Mm. um for the rest of their lives you know those those people who were like a little guardian angel for them in that moment Mm. so yeah that's I know I do yeah 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 that's it from me thank you um Naomi and if anyone wants to check out the website it's cocoonbynaomi.com we'll put all your social links and things in the bio is there anything you want to share um, before we go uh no I think that's everything yeah thanks for having me oh thank you for the update that's been beautiful <laughs> here at newborn mothers we believe that every family has the right to high quality postpartum care if you want to join us learn more at newbornmothers.com and if you like this podcast we'd really love you to leave us a five-star review and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts